my job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this. Hi guys. That didn't last long. <laughs> no, it didn't. We tried to put the baby on the ground to play with toys, and he decided, no, I don't really want to do this. Now he's stuck and tried to call to me. He looks like a zombie! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh right, I'm going to pause this. <laughs> Alright, now we're back. Round two? Round two of this. Let's try it. I'm not sure he knows what he wants to do. I don't think, like, he's, he's tired, but then he's like, don't make me sleep! Am I really tired? As or... I rub my eyes. Yeah, I know what he's going to do when I do this. <laughs> <laughs> he knows that he's noise. Like, um, that was the food. Where is <laughs> it? <laughs> he's like a dog. <laughs> well, you shake the bag of the dog food. Yeah, well, you know what his name is? Like, what his name means? What? Lover of hounds. Oh, well, there we go. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. You're so funny. Cute little boy. Anyway, Heather, how have you been? I've been alright. I have actually been reading. I've been reading this book. I've only been reading it for a couple of days. All because of the subject I chose to talk about today. My sister said, you have to read this book if you're going to do the subject. So, I'm reading it. Not done with it yet, but I am almost done. Exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited. So, I think maybe I'm going to start reading a bit more. I have a bunch of books that I haven't read, so I might as well. I tried the whole reading more thing, and then this got older, and now the reading's out the window. (laughs) Um, I didn't start reading very much until my kids were able to take care of themselves, basically. Did you see that? He caught I did. (laughs) He put it back in. (laughs) Good job. Oh, I hear someone, so I'm going to pause this again. I'm sorry, guys. The start start never happened well. (laughs) Back again <laughs> for the second time this is the in time. two minutes. Huh? I thought this was the third time. No, this was just the second time. Oh, second time we're back. Third time yeah, we're back. Yeah, second on. time we're back. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh. So, anyways, my daughter just got home, so I had to go tell her she had to take a shower. Uh, something wants you. <gasps> Come here. Yay. Yay. Does that make you feel loved? Hi. No, I just have the food. That's pretty much what I'm good for. That's okay. That's all you were good for, too. I know, right? Obviously, <laughs> you wanted me. <laughs> ah, so that's, you know, my week has been all right. Not too busy. Um, how was your week? My week's been uh, interesting, but good. Good. Can't complain. Like, there's nothing really much to talk about. You could complain. No one's going to listen. I mean, I, I mean, they'll listen only because we're talking about I mean, it. But they have to listen. Well, they don't have to. They can turn this off anytime they want. Please don't. <laughs> Please listen to <clears throat> us. But so nothing I really want to talk about on air. I, I had a good, really good day at work today, and uh, our little man here has his official first tooth with another one on the way, and crawls all over the place, and is seven months old. Big boy. And I'm pretty sure my oldest is going to be an artist. Did I show you those pictures? Did you? Um, I don't know. Yes, you did. Pikachu you did. and Evie? Uh-huh. Was that last podcast? 
I know I posted on Facebook. Yeah, you, yeah, I saw them on Facebook at least. Yeah, so this is uh, Pokemon or not Pokemon? They're of Pokemon. This one is Pikachu, Pikachu, and that one is Eevee. Eevee. Yeah, I can actually tell the difference. I know they're fantastic. Yeah, they're pretty good. And your son is only four. Four. That's pretty amazing. Four. He's got your dad's talent. His dad's talent. He does, and it truly is a talent. I hope he yeah, sticks with it. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to read off a weird fact. Before we, before I tell you what our subject is, but I mean, if you're listening, you know what the subject is because, you know, you clicked on it, the subject of what it's called. One of these days, you need to make the name completely different than what we talk about, <laughs> just for the fun of it. I should. The Netherlands has the most bicycles in the whole world. The Netherlands. Interesting. It is Interesting. Can I do one more? Because I think this one's also very interesting. Yeah, go for it. It's all on the same page, right? Yes. Uh, it counts. Okay, sweet. Dirty snow melts faster oh. than white snow because it reflects less light. See, I always fe- So when you first said dirty snow, I thought I instantly oh. went to yellow snow. <laughs> well, it is dirty. I'm like, it's dirty, <laughs> but it's also like it melts faster because, you know, it's wet. Yeah. Wetter. <laughs> Today's subject, we're going to be talking about... Zombies! Yay, zombies! Living Dead. <laughs> the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. That, have you ever seen that movie? Night of... No. No? I saw like 30 days later. 28 days later. Oh, 28 30 weeks later. 28 weeks later. I saw the days and the week one. Oh, dang. Okay. Cool. My brother was trying to scare me at a, a movie theater. Yeah. And we had this movie theater in Reno that was, it was $3 for a ticket. And it wasn't like the fresh in movies. It was like a year old movie or older. Oh, like a dollar theater. Yeah, but it was $3 because it had um, couches. Like they called them love seats so you could sit next to your, like your date and like snuggle while watching TV. I feel like that would have been really dirty to sit on. Well, I like you always lay down, like I personally always lay down a blanket before I sat on that couch. that seems like a great Um, idea. But it was super comfortable to watch. It was $3 and it was in a casino. (laughs) It was where like a lot of people like go watch a movie, I'm going to go gamble and then when the movie is done they found the parents and they left. Oh, sure. That kind of setup. Never didn't know that happened, but cool. Oh, yeah, all the time. Well, you know. The, the Grand Sierra Resort in Nevada, they actually have the, the uh, basement or the lower level is the kid area. And so they have, uh, like, a kid arcade and the $3 theater and bowling. And then upstairs, one through what uh, one through two is gambling, and then the rest is a hotel. Wow. Well, see, I'm not from anywhere near, I don't know, a gambling area, so I would know none of this. But it sounds interesting. On to zombies. Now, we might have more than one week of zombies. And let me tell you, whenever I listen to a podcast and they talk about zombies, it's usually only one episode worth of zombie stuff. Oh, I'm probably going to be able to stretch this out into quite a few episodes because there's just a lot of stuff about them. Well, it's not just that. It's like, so depending on what lore, 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 lore you're coming from is how, is, how are they created and how do they survive? Do they last forever? Do they not? Like yeah. there's so many different ways yes. that a zombie can be created, uh-huh. function and yeah. die. There's so much going on with zombies. So that's <laughs> why your head. I don't understand how people can cover zombies in just one episode. I, th- I feel like they would just pick their favorite version of the zombie mm-hmm. spectrum. Sure. And then say, this is what we're talking about, where I have a feeling we're going to talk about 
all of it. Yeah, pretty much. Over <laughs> the different uh, versions. This one, we're going to talk about, this first episode, we're going to talk about one version of zombies. Well, like, obviously, I'm going to do an overview of what zombie is, but then we're going to talk about this one specific kind of zombie. I feel like we should talk about the apocalypse to go oh, along we will. with it. We will. No worries. Okay. Okay. So I'm jumping ahead again, right? <laughs> no, it's fine. The second episode, I think, is going to be more um, different kinds of uh, folklore, what other kinds of zombies there can be. And then maybe the third episode is going to be how are we going to survive the zombie apocalypse if it happens? You outrun the other people. Well, you know, if my whole thing is if you don't have a plan to survive any kind of zombie apocalypse, then I don't want to be friends with you. Well, here's the other thing. It's like, so talk about the zombie apocalypse words. I can't speak them today. I feel like there's two types, right? You have the undead type that everybody is aware of, of, you know, the undead coming alive and eating everybody. Yes. Which is why when I go to the morgue, it freaks me out because <laughs> one of these days they're going to move and I'm like going like, to scream up. and run. <laughs> it's going to happen. But then you have the other type where uh, something would happen, like maybe there's a, was that, uh, where they shoot the thing and it takes away all electricity and power. Oh, yeah. Right? I actually talked about that during the episode I did by myself. As a solar flare. Okay. Well, I wasn't thinking of a solar flare. I was thinking, like, the actual bomb that they set off to, like, kill oh, all of the power. a nuclear bomb? No, like, not nuclear. A like static? Oh, E-P something? E-P-something-E something. I know it starts with an E. Anyway. E-M-P? Uh, yeah. I think so. I don't know. I'm just putting letters together. <laughs> no, it's, it's where, like, uh, so something would happen. Electromagnetic pulse. Yes. E-M-P, yeah. Uh, so, right. like, all the power goes out and, like, everyone loses technology. Like, everything. Cars don't work. Phones don't work. Everything's dead. Sure. And so now only people that know how to survive on their own would survive. A solar so, flare would do that, too. Yeah. But so you don't have yeah. zombies, per se, so you don't have the living dead, but you have everybody fighting over limited resources. It would be an apocalypse, kind of, sort of. Without the living dead. But some people would, could look like the living dead. That's true. That is true. If you don't take care of yourself. That'll happen. This is why you and need that's to why I am so essential during the apocalypse. I am a hairdresser. I will make you look like you're not the living dead. Um, <laughs> I'll teach you how to shoot. I know how to shoot. I'm not that horrible. I'm better with a bow. So I'll be bringing my bow. Well, the neat thing about the bow, so with the with your gun, mm-hmm. eventually you're going to run out of ammunition. Eventually. Eventually, yes. Where with your bow, you could run out of arrows, but then you could always go retrieve it out of the dead thing. Yep. So I like my bow, but I also uh, like my gun. So I will have both. I will also. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're going to be talking about this. On the third episode. You got me so excited, though. I know. Third episode. That's why the, we're saving the best for last. This one, we're just talking about one type of zombie. Before we start, you know what I hate about all the zombie movies? What? And, like, all the zombie stuff? Is when they have zombie babies. Oh, just during that one movie. I hated that. Which one movie? There was one movie where she was pregnant, like, through the whole thing. And then she got bitten. Uh, but obviously, it took a while for her to turn into a zombie. But because she got bitten, she got turned into a zombie. Then her baby was essentially cut out of her. And the baby was also a zombie. See, I didn't see that one. The one I saw um, was off of a TV show. And they uh, had a zomb- several zombie babies in there. And I was like, no, I don't don't turn babies into zombies, people. Yeah. Zombies. Okay. Zombies. I looked up the definition of a zombie. One, 
A corpse said to be revived by witchcraft, especially in certain African and Caribbean religions. In popular fiction, a person or reanimated corpse that has been turned into a creature capable of movement, but not of rational thought, which feeds on human flesh. So that is a zombie. Also, I really liked number two. A tall mixed drink consisting of several kinds of rum, liquor, and fruit juice. <laughs> Love it. Yes. So I guess if you order a zombie beverage, there you go. That is awesome. Next time I go to a bar, I don't know when that'll be, but next time I go to the bar, it's going to be, <laughs> I'm gonna order can I have zombie? a zombie? Please let me have a zombie. Give me the zombie. All right. So a zombie is a fictional, some, some would say fictional, some would say real. Undead being created through reanimation of a corpse. Zombies, of course, are normally found in horror and the fantasy genre. The English zombie is an English word. It was first recorded in a in eighteen nineteen in something that was called a history of Brazil by the poet Robert Salvi in the form of zombie without the e at the end. Actually, it was referring to an Afro-Brazilian rebel leader named Zumbi. <laughs> nice. So really, I think it was just a mistake. But that was technically the first time the word zombie was used. Interesting. Yes. Uh, the Oxford English Dictionary gives the origin of the word as Central African and compares it to the Congo words, the word Zambi, which means God, and Zumbi, which means fetish. In Haitian folklore, a zombie is an animated corpse raised by magical means, like witchcraft, like I have so previously said. So in the Harry Potter series, it would be the um, Fury. Maybe? It's corpses that by magic are brought back to life. Yeah. That would be a zombie. <laughs> but yes, exactly. The concept has been very popular. popular I can't. Popular? Speak. Yeah, yeah, there you go, thank you. It's very popular with the religion of voodoo, but it plays no part in that faith's formal practices, whereas people think it's involved in voodoo, it's not really, like, a major part of it. Modern depictions of the reanimation of the dead do not necessarily involve magic. We will get into those probably in the second episode. All right. Today, we are actually going to be talking about the Haitian belief of what a zombie is. And what is the Haitian belief? Well, zombies are featured very widely in Haitian rural folklore as dead persons physically revived by the act of necromancy of a bokor, who is a sorcerer or a witch. Uh, The bokor is opposed... By the the Ho, the Hogan Hogan Hogan, who is a priest, and the Mambo, who is a priestess of the formal Voodoo religion, a zombie remains under the control of the Bokor as a personal slave, having no will of its own. That's what a zombie is in the Haitian belief. Also, though, the Haitian tradition includes a an incorporeal type of zombie, which is, would be part of the human soul. So Bakor can capture a zombie uh, soul 
to enhance his spiritual power. Uh, but it can also be sealed inside of a special bottle by the core and sold to a client that brings luck, healing, or success in other ways. It's believed that God eventually will reclaim the zombie's soul, so the zombie is temporarily is a temporary spiritual entity. Interesting. He looks like he is paying attention to me when I talk. Well, you do move your hands around a lot. Yes, I do. That's why he's going to be so smart and like creepy stuff because he listens to the podcast. Right. Both while pregnant and then now. Like he's he going to come up to one of these days like, Mom, I know what a zombie is. You remember that? <laughs> yes. He's probably just going to be very interested in the stuff when he gets older. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because he hears it so much now. Well, at least he'll be freaked out by it. That's true. I don't know. I'm still kind of creeped out at some of it. Excuse me? <laughs> I can blow that on the baby? <laughs> Alright, so the two types of the zombie reflect soul dualism, which is a belief of Haitian voodoo. Yes, it is. <laughs> Each type of zombie is therefore missing one half of its soul. The flesh or the spirit. Boom. Duality. So they can take the spirit oh, out. They can take sell the it to somebody for good oh, luck. Yep. And they keep oh. the flesh for a slave. Yes. Exactly. All right. Yes. Never heard a zombie like this before. <clears throat> yes, it's very interesting. And the zombie belief has, obviously, its roots in traditions brought to by Haiti by enslaved Africans. There was a Harvard ethnobotanist named Wade Davis who presented a pharmacological case for zombies in 1983. He wrote an article in the (laughs) Journal of Ethnopharmacology. (laughs) You're right, Connor. Maybe did say it better. He did. (laughs) Davis traveled to Haiti in 1982, and as a result of his investigations... Claimed that a living person can be turned into a zombie by two special powders being introduced into the bloodstream. The first powder includes tetrodotoxin, which is powerful and frequently fatal neurotoxin found in the flesh of the pufferfish. Interesting. Yes. The second powder consists of deliriant drugs such as Datura. Delirients are considered to be true hallucinogens because the visuals they produce are hard or impossible to tell apart from reality. Together, these powders were said to induce a death-like state in which the will of the victim would be entirely subjected to that of the bakur. On April 30th of 1962, a peasant named Clarivis Narcisse was admitted to the Albert Schweitzer Hospital in Haiti. He was complaining of fever, body aches, and he just, he he was spitting up blood. It wasn't good. Over the next day, his condition declined a lot. And on May 2nd, Narcisse was pronounced dead at 1.15 in the afternoon by two attending doctors. One of his sisters was present when he died. Her name was Angelina. 
And she immediately told the rest of the family. And a short time later, another sister named Marie Claire came and identified the body and added her thumbprint to the official death certificate. His body was placed in cold storage for 24 hours, then buried on May 3rd in a small cemetery just north of his home village of Lestere. Lestere. Sure. (laughs) Ten days later, a very heavy concrete memorial slab was placed over the grave by his family. That's, yeah, that's Clarivius Narcisse. Okay. We're going to jump 18 years later. In 1980, a man approached Angelina Narcisse in the marketplace and introduced himself using a childhood nickname for Clarvius that only intimate family members knew. The man who claimed to be Clarvius explained that 18 years previously, he had refused to sell his portion of the family land that he inherited to his brother. And that his brother had arranged for Clarvius to be made into a zombie so that the land would pass to him. Clarvius had been dug up before the slab was placed in the cemetery and had spent two years working as a zombie in the far north of the country. After two years, his master had been killed and Clarvius and all the other zombies had dispersed free of whatever influence that the the core had held over them. So for the next 16 years, Clarvius had avoided returning home. Um, he was scared of his brother, obviously, until he heard of his brother's death, which is why he finally returned. There was... Oh my goodness. Okay, there's a lot of French words, obviously. It's Haiti. They speak French. Some of them do there. Lamarck Duyon, who was director of the Center of uh, Psychiatry and, you know... Brain stuff in Porta La Prince. <laughs> he made it his task for the past 20 years to investigate every public appearance of a supposed zombie that occurred. And he very soon involved himself with the Narcisse case. He designed a questionnaire with the help of Clarivius's living family that would quiz him about the dead man's childhood. Questions were ones that only the true Clarivius Narcisse and his immediate family would have knowledge of. This man answered every last one correctly. Creepy. Yes. So clearly this man was Clarivius yeah. Narcisse. So is he still undead? Uh, he, well, he's dead now. Well, yeah. I meant in, in the story. Is he still undead at this point? Technically, yes. Uh, he, he, well... It's it's hard to say. Because he died, and then they turned him into a zombie, and then the zombie's owner died. So technically he's dead because he's a zombie, but then he's still con- not under control by anybody? Yeah. So is he undead, or is he back alive? Well, see, the Haitian zombie, you're not technically dead. You're just under his control. But he did die. No, he didn't. Just wait. <sighs> just hold on. Okay. When asked about his death, uh, Narcisse told, said something very surprising. He was awake and aware during the whole event. Creepy. He was unable to move in any way. 
He heard the doctor pronounce him dead. He heard his sister crying over him. And he was even aware of being put into his coffin. Even a nail was driven into the coffin that punctured his cheek. He felt dirt being tossed down onto the box until all became silent. He said, no matter what was happening, uh, it felt like he was just floating there, moving wherever, but, and he could hear everything that happened, but he knew his body couldn't move. Then people came. He claims that they had his soul. They called him, casting his soul into the ground, and he believed that he had been in the coffin for a couple of days before being retrieved by a bakor. But not many people really believed that he was in there for a couple of days. That it was more likely that he was in the coffin for no longer than eight hours due to lack of oxygen available. Narcisse said that the earth opened up and then he sat up. They slapped him three times. <laughs> And then they made him smell something and then was taken to the house of the Bokor. Helped cure his cheek where the, where the nail went through. He also said that he was uh, judged for eight days. I don't know what that means. So, hold on. So, did, did they put him under a spell? Yeah. And then sent him to the hospital to be declared dead. Then took him. So, how, like, what happened to like, the whole being put on ice for 24 hours? We'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> You're asking wonderful questions, but we will get to it, I promise. Okay. All right. He was walked to the plantation that was owned by the Bokor, and he knew the Bokor's name. His name was Joseph Jean. And here, Narcisse claimed he worked with 151 other zombies, nine of whom were female, for two years. From sunrise to sunset, he was put to work in the fields, weeding and planting at night, he would rest in a big hangar with all the other zombies. Narcisse said he was aware the whole time that he knew he was a zombie. And he missed his friends and he missed his family and he wanted to come home. He just couldn't. He was held back by a strange inability to interact with the world in a normal way. <laughs> Events around him felt dreamlike, disoriented, slow. Simple obstacles seemed impossible to pass or deal with. He was unable to make any kind of decisions or be any kind of conscious. One of the doctors who examined him in 1980 said that he'd been told by Narcisse that the small stream that was on the property had appeared to him as if it was a giant river that was impossible to cross. Well, what happened then was the Bakur ended up dying. There's two different stories. One says that one of the zombies actually killed the Bakur. And what was how how what was the other story how how he died? Um, no, that was the story of how he died. So one of the zombies killed him, and either at the point of his death, all the zombies kind of had the magic lifted from them and they dispersed. Or the wife of the Bakur um, kind of did something to lift the curse. So that's really just the two different stories. It was okay. how, how the, the magic lifted. was lifted. He remained in the north for several years and then moved to the south for eight years. 
And he said he sent letters to his family, but he never got a response. And then news of his brother reached him. Of his brother dying? Yes. Supposedly, Clarivis Narcisse was not an innocent victim either in all of this. Interesting. I'm so curious what happened with Ice. Well, he was probably just cold for a while. If they put him on ice for 24 hours to make sure that he was in Haiti, how long do you think that ice lasted? Depends on how often they put the ice in the room. Uh, Probably not often. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just saying. (laughs) He actually was not the best person in the whole world. Narcisse Clarvis had an argument with his brother over land as the sole reason he was on the Yeah, that was the whole reason. But something else probably happened. The social rules of Haitian society say that land is passed from father to sons was to be divided equally to prevent argument. But the land had not yet passed to the brothers as their father was still alive. The fact that even a discussion of who would get the land was extremely disrespectful to the father. And while normally land would expect to divide equally, there was reason to expect that this would not happen when their father died. Clarvius had apparently fathered several children by several different women, and he didn't support any of them. Because he wouldn't marry and ignored other social obligations, he had saved up a good deal of money. He refused to employ this money to help his friends and neighbors when asked, spending it only on himself and his own house. This meant that not only was he disliked by his the community that he lived in, but he also was very much not liked by any of his family. I can see where they're coming from. Yeah. His younger brother had actually a large family whom he supported. Added to this, Clarivis fought with his own family often about not sharing his money or resources to help anybody. So they fought a lot. So honestly, I don't think anyone really cared that he was gone. In fact, some people say that it was the work of uh, one his uncle who initiated the request for Clarvius to be zombified. Hmm. With Clarvius legally dead, all the father's land would pass to the younger son, when Clarvius returned in 1980, instead of the quiet meeting that was implied by the newspaper version of his story, the villagers had been shocked to see him and made such a commotion that the government authorities placed him in jail to protect him from attack. His family did not welcome him back home, and he was taken under the care of Dr. Lamarck Duyon and then spent his time largely at... Dion's private clinic only going back to his town during short periods. So no one really liked him. Sounds like they didn't care that he was zombified. No, I'm pretty sure they all wanted him to be. I wonder if they all like pitched in like, here, take this guy. Probably. 100%. We know a bad guy. Take him! Yes! So with the case of Clarivius Narcisse, there was quite a lot of evidence uh, that he was obviously the same man who had been buried 18 years before, and he was able to state for himself what his experience had been like. 
And the hospital that he was admitted to initially was one of the only facilities at the time that kept complete and exact medical records as hospitals in the United States or Europe would. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So for the first time, they had a confirmed zombie with reliable medical information. I wonder what happened to all like those other 200 zombies. Like, did they ever come forward? I'm sure some of them did. Uh, but they didn't have as much evidence as to what happened to them, so nothing happened. So they felt very sure that it was a drug that was being used to induce a false death in victims, a drug that would have great uh, medicinal potential if identified. But for this reason, it was decided to hire a specialist to follow the chain of evidence and hopefully discover the drug. And that specialist was Wade Davis, who we talked about before. By the time he was done investigating, he had discovered much more than just what drug was faking death, but the real reasons why zombies were created in Haiti. Or supposedly, really. Free labor. Free labor. Yes. The process described by Davis was an initial state of death-like suspended animation followed by a reawakening. Typically after being buried into a psychotic state. The psychosis induced by the drug and the psychological trauma was hypothesized by Davis to reinforce culturally learned beliefs and to cause the individual to reconstruct their identity as that of a zombie. Since they knew that they were dead and had no other role to play in Haitian society. I don't know if you followed all that. Basically, they're waking them up. And because in Haiti, zombies were a thing, the people who were turned into zombies knew that they were zombies, so they would act like zombies. So they just accepted it versus fighting it. Yes. They thought they were a zombie, therefore they were a zombie. Mind over matter. Hmm. Now, a lot of his claims were criticized. Especially the suggestion that Haitian witch doctors, witch doctors can keep zombies in a state of pharmacologically induced trance for many years. Because symptoms of that one drug that I said came from pufferfish. Where it's off it, or you get immune to it. No, not even that. Like the, the symptoms are, range from numbness and nausea to paralysis. Um, particularly of the muscles of the diaphragm, unconsciousness, and death. But they do not include a stiffened gait or death-like trance. (laughs) Interesting. But I think a lot of that stiffened gait and death-like trance probably is more of... The magical... The the mind-over-matter thing. You think you're a zombie, therefore you're a zombie. Yeah. That is what a Haitian zombie is. That is where we are going to end this for now. For now. Thank you, Connor. I'm going to have fun editing this one. Yes. You should leave in some of his comments. Oh, I do sometimes. Like the one where he's like, talking into it. I leave in some of them. It's because you're so noisy. You're so noisy. (laughs) You are. Come see me. Go get him. Okay. Do you have any Ow. questions that I have not answered? No, I think you 
we covered them for the most part. For the most part, other than the ice thing. Yeah, like come on, what happened? You sit here on ice for twenty four hours, then what happened to the ice? You it didn't just, even mention being cold. It just says he was put on ice. That doesn't mean he actually was. He never actually physically stated that he was put on ice. I'm just saying that, that is just what, what the doctors say happened. Well, okay, so so it's so well medically documented yeah. that everything happened, right? Sure. But then you don't document, you document that he's on ice, and then there's no evidence that he was on ice? You know what? It's called evidence. Gotta follow the trail. I'm sure doctors document a lot of things that don't actually happen. You never know. You never know. There are doctors out there who are not trustworthy. I agree. There's non-trustworthy people in every profession. Exactly. Hi, baby. I think he just said mama. He's been saying mama for a while. He also says that. Hi, baby. He says mama and mommy. And then he says, Dada. Mama. Hi, baby. You're so cute, and you know it. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Okay. Well, that was an interesting topic, and I did learn a new zombie. Like, I didn't know about that zombie. Yeah. I knew about a whole bunch of other zombies that I'm sure we're going to end up talking about in different uh, episodes later. Absolutely. But I did not know about that type of zombie. The so that was rather Haitian. fascinating. The Haitian zombie. And there was an actual real-life person that it happened to. Which is kind of cool. Oh, do you remember a couple of years ago, there was that lady, that, or that guy that was trying to use somebody's face in New York? Oh, yeah. We'll cover him. Okay. <laughs> and that was in Florida. Uh, well, I know it was somewhere. <laughs> like, come on. Everything weird happens in Florida. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for right. your joke? I am ready for a joke. Yeah? Tell me a good joke. All right. We're going to make you pick it this time. Ooh. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab a couple cards here. Okay. Because I'm still using this really cool card pack that Heather got me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly because I think she got annoyed at me trying to find it last minute on the phone. No. <laughs> I just, whenever I see something that I think we could use for the podcast, I like to buy it. <laughs> me too. All right. You have four cards. Okay. I will choose this one. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. I took the shell off my racing snail. To make him go faster. Now he's sluggish. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so funny. <laughs> well, since you did two facts. Yeah, you can do two jokes. Do this one. <laughs> what did the mountain climber name his son? What? Cliff. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Uh, you picked good ones. You did. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, you know the spiel. You know, follow us. Talk to us. Like us. Message us. Call us. Call. Can you? No, don't call us. <laughs> Look at all of you. I don't. Well, yeah, at work. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about myself. <laughs> That's true. If you call me on my cell phone, we're going to have some issues. Yeah, it's going to be weird. I suppose if you can get a... You can call me at work, I guess, if you want, but... I don't think my bosses will be very happy that people are calling me at work. <laughs> Message us. We'd love to talk to you guys. Yes, please do. And everyone have a wonderful week. We will catch you next time with more zombies. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know why I thought. Bye, guys. If it all comes out, just smile at the
the existence of this 